0: Brit, and Brit, the perfect combination of and It is the Brad and Brit cast. It's our first biggie for this week. We took off Monday for the Juneteenth holiday. You know what I'm surprised at? Maybe I missed this. Uh, I'm surprised that, that that some enterprising racist on television somewhere didn't send out a, a man on the street reporter and put a mic in front of people and ask them, what's Juneteenth all about? You can only ask it to white people, of course. Right. So so they could prove whatever they will be trying to prove. I, isn't it amazing? That they, was that done? Did you see anybody? I, didn't, That's I a not see... or, or a Greg Gutfeld or something who's, like that. Who's the
1: guy that used to be uh, who's on The Daily Show, the tall guy? Oh, Jordan Klepper? Yeah, that's what that sounds like. One of he one of his. But he
0: wouldn't be doing. He wouldn't be the guy that would do that. He
1: wouldn't yeah. be doing. That. I would. Uh, I'd be interested to see how that goes. Yeah, how, how people thought of. It. You've seen all the the stories about all the crappy like juneteenth themed shit that all the corporations were putting out to try to
0: rush into the space. <laughs> I, I think it's. I don't know if it's instructive, ironic, weird, predictable. That this time around corporate America jumped out in front oh, of the reality of the declaration of the holiday and you're right that they're in on it uh, uh, sadly uh, mattresses are already uh, jammed into Veterans yeah. Day <laughs> uh, president's Day and, and a few other days so there was no room for big mattress sales this past weekend That's true. <laughs> but To a sickening level,
1: to a sickening level, corporate America rushed in and then immediately had to apologize for a couple of things. I think the Walmart Juneteenth ice cream didn't go over
0: so hot. Yeah. I I got a, I got a, I got a clip, a clip. Sorry. Uh, Okay. Uh, Let's see. This one, this one's from Saturday. uh, The day after uh, Joe Biden got his foot caught in the pedal, which by the way, to, to be, to be completely fair about that, that is a mistake, an error, a fall that I believe every human being between mm-hmm. the ages of two, if you've started to ride a bike, and the end of your time on a bike has had happen to them where your foot just doesn't quite come out or, or off the pedal, or if you have those, those things that hold your foot in there, it doesn't come up, and, and you fall down. With the exception of one off.
1: person, fat-ass Donald Trump. We would never get on a bicycle in wait, the first
0: place. Wait, wait, wait! Don't, oh. don't, don't, don't ruin the comedy. It's <laughs> going to be great. Um, but it, of course, it has happened to everybody. And uh, the minute I st- heard about this story, which I didn't see it, I started to hear about. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter what it is. It does not matter what it is. It will prove to you know who and you know where and the usual suspects that again uh, this is a dementia-riddled, uh, infirm, near-death corpse impersonating a pri- – my God, he had a a, a bicycle. Oh, my – and they're going to replay it over and over and over again to quote-unquote prove something. I, I kind of undersold that, didn't I? Because, yeah, a little course, bit. Mickey's over and over. All right, so. Uh, little did I know that the next day, which was Saturday after it happened or later in the day on Saturday, after it happened, you know, who, uh, saying 5,000 stupid self-incriminating things to a group in Memphis, Tennessee, the background behind him says, uh, American freedom tour, whatever that is. Okay. So here he goes. And, and, uh, Uh, Just to show that that the the man has a a degree of humanity that uh, a lot of people don't think he has. One of the greatest travesties of all is to see a person... By the way, the distortion in his voice is because he's one-tenth of an inch away from the mic. (laughs) He's he's screaming into it, okay? Uh, Because at, at this point, microphone evolution has made it Almost impossible to do that. Agreed. Yeah. It, it's yeah, you pretty can't, hard yeah. to do that.
1: It's hard to overload a microphone unless you're a complete dumbass.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's him. <laughs> it, it really yeah. is. In fact, when you see uh, video of recordings made in the '50s or '60s, you go, "Wow, that's pretty good." They had it down even then. When you think about it, here <laughs> exactly. we are, 50 years later. But let's get back to the uh, the issue at hand. I don't want to. I don't want to lose the point even after years of political experience, has absolutely no clue how to be the president of the United States. And I hope he has recovered because, as you know, he fell off his bicycle today. No, I'm serious. I hope he's okay. Fell off a bicycle. When the history books are written, and they're being written right now, this speech pattern he has of repeating something Within the same thought over and over. Yeah. That's dictator Hitlerian hypnosis kind of horseshit. It's so crazy. It's so sick. And he does it all the time. That's how he speaks. I know. It's it's just. I make this pledge to you today. I will never ever ride a bicycle. You know? Let me ask you a question. Do you think he's ever ridden a bicycle? Not in the future. Do you think he's ever ridden a bike as a, I don't know. I can imagine as a
1: child, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he had a a servant who rode the bicycle for him. I don't
0: even know. Yeah. Maybe that, but remember, this is the guy who doesn't have pets, doesn't have dogs, no, doesn't do the normal things, never did the normal things that people do. And and I'm just guessing he never had time to learn and he had no one to teach him. It wasn't the the great Fred Trump no was, was going to teach him right and i right. think his sister you know sisters hated him and and the the brothers were of, of a different i bet she never has ridden a bike in his life
1: I, just bet you. I would say that's probably accurate but i mean it's certainly
0: not an exercise bike uh you can make sure that that's uh... <laughs> yeah even a stationary bike. you're right and, and uh not to get too graphic here but what is the what is the physiology of riding a bike when you're wearing depends
1: <laughs> <To>
0: <laughs> get you it's extra padding because you know you got when you have those bike you know, shorts on, yeah? But I don't know, it's just some. right, let's finish the thought here. It was remember when John Kerry was in the midst of the Iran nuclear deal, which is so bad, I terminated. Yeah, it, don't way, you remember that? Oh, I,
1: remember I remember it. it.
0: And they better do something with Iran because Iran day by day is building nuclear weapons. They're getting closer and closer to having and then not doing anything about that. They're worried about climate change, they're worried about global warming. You better worry about nuclear warming because that's a much bigger problem than the- uh, he was just on a roll there. Just on a
1: roll. So there the, the punchline for falling off uh, the bike. The, the punchline for falling off a bike was fell off a bike. Cricket's yeah. crickets, crickets. Okay. Well so that's some
0: I good shit. It's even more bizarre than if He fell off his bike, which is what is that? Um, is he an infant? Is is he a person who was forced onto a bicycle and didn't know it, so he fell off because he didn't know how to ride? We're probably over analyzing it. Probably, but there, was, the there was there was like
1: a hundred different better punchlines that that idiot couldn't even think of, and he, surely there's a team <laughs> of riders waiting ready to help him out in a moment's notice.
0: You're right. I, the first thing I thought when I heard the original dispatch about him falling off the bike was, oh, my God, this is going to be a metaphor for everything. The stock market is falling off. The economy is falling off. Gas prices exactly. are falling up. You know, I, I can just, oh, they're going to use it for everything. He's never going to outlive this. This is going to be like Jimmy Carter and the rabbit. This is going to be uh, – the, the unending number of bad metaphors.
1: It's the only the only reason that Biden was on the bicycle is he can't afford gas. There's like a million different ways to go with that. I mean, Jesus. There go. There's like sixty yeah. different ways to go with that. He went with the, like the most stupid. I don't have a punchline for this thing. I'm just going to say it. Thing you could Wait, possibly do. Speaking
0: of of, of stupid punchlines, well, I, I can do this in the form of reverse Jeopardy. Okay, uh, uh, and the category the category <laughs> is corporate breakups corporate breakups, oh, breakups. and and for six hundred dollars it's snap crackle and pop Written. <laughs> what's the question uh what what
1: is the sound that joe biden makes when he falls off a bike
0: no but remember the category
1: i can't i don't i don't breakups. i can't
0: i don't know what i don't know what okay. don't, well if if you check your your business headlines today kellogg's is breaking up into oh. three parts. Oh, so, geez. what are they going to name snap, crackle, and the pop. three parts of the company? Yeah. It's Snap, Crackle, and Pop. That's so painfully bad and yeah. so painfully obvious. I'm just waiting for it to, to to come down the line. Ah, uh, sis Boom. Bah. Hey, could you explain why that's a why why that's a I mean, joke? Could you? explain they had
1: the three crispy trees, and then when they think, and they had the three characters, and they were like the three little elves or whatever, and they were named Snap and the Crackle and the Pop. And they pour the milk on and they make noise.
0: Yeah, the Three Stooges. The Stooges. Right.
1: See, Joe Biden should have been riding a nineteen thirty three car. I could have loaned him one of my classic cars. It wouldn't have fallen out of it. It would have fine.
0: Yeah, uh, I have a headline for you here. We can we can dance over to the to the right here, and uh, as as we're speaking, uh, another one of the uh, hearings is underway. So uh, we're not going to try to to uh, jump in and, and 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 mess with it till it's over with, because. Uh, You'll you'll just look stupid, and I'll look stupid, and we'll both yeah. look stupid. Let's so let let the dust settle there. Uh, I'm I'm just guessing that whatever comes out today uh, will not help to exonerate Donald Trump from responsibility of what yeah. happened on January 6th because they're bringing Brad Rapsenberger uh, you know, from Georgia, and Gabriel Sherman, the guy who who just lost his shit that first one of the great one of the great extemporaneous press conference outbursts. Yeah. In yeah. American history right after the uh, the election there. He's he's speaking. All right. Here's the headline. Carlson reacts to, quote, white extremist Stephen Colbert's, quote, meticulously planned coup. That's right. That's right. And by the way, I was at the gym on uh, Tuesday morning and uh, up on the screen, the, uh, the Fox screen there, the Chiron at the bottom said uh, January 6th hearings continue in wake of Colbert coup attempt I oh, the, swear the, they that's, what, I they're swear where they that's, that's what, what they're going right. with that's what they're going with there is and by the way we may have to retire the phrase false equivalency yeah. or mother of false equivalencies or is this the best you've got or you can't be serious you can't be serious So a
1: bit featuring Triumph, the the insult comic dog is exactly the same
0: as what happened on January the 6th of 2021. Those are the same thing. Well, it's not just that it's, it's the intent. clearly the intent of, of, right. And by the way, there needs to be a name for these folks. Shouldn't they be the Colbert seven or the, uh, the, uh, insurrection seven or, or, or something like that. I mean, they've got to have a name, uh, so here's here's what Carlson said. I'm I'm, I'm quoting him here as uh, we're speaking on the air at that very moment. A team of seven saboteurs had entered the Capitol grounds and then proceeded, as saboteurs do, to breach the Capitol itself <laughs> inside those hallowed grounds within the very womb of democracy. These wreckers began their hunt for sitting members of Congress. And remember, everything he's saying is, is bullshit. Um, This was not some spontaneous outbreak of insurrection. Get the uh, get the gist of what he's doing. No, this was a meticulously planned coup from afar. Mm -hmm. The group was directly under the control of an extremist named Stephen Colbert, who as a white man is by definition a white extremist. All right. Enough of that. You get the you get the point. Uh, so he's trying to expropriate and use the exact language that is completely accurate in describing Donald Trump and the coup attempt that he uh, engineered and really tried to, to to cover up and continues to uh, uh, cover up by talking about it. That's his cover up. It's the opposite of Nixon. Nixon, they really did try to cover up the Watergate <laughs> break in. And that's what Nixon got nailed on it. Remember, it's not the crime; it's the cover up that mm-hmm. came from Nixon. In the case of Trump, um, it is the crime, and we're not even going to attempt to cover it up and fuck you. I believe that's the the new version of that, is something of that sort. Um, so the Smigel
1: the crew they they assembled like a noose, and they were going to hang Mitch McConnell or what? what? Oh yeah
0: that's what was happening that was what happened oh yeah i mean if you have a if you chance, if you didn't watch colbert last night i actually did i don't watch him as much as i used to but i said i'm going to i want to see uh, first of all was it going to be a live show uh, or a, a new show it was and i wanted to see how quickly he would address it and of course he avoided it all the way until about 3 seconds in and he he spent the first 5 minutes uh doing some some actual great comedy about it, he did not seem like a man who felt he was under pressure and was about to be hauled off or indicted by uh, Merrick Garland after a long series of of uh, hearings that uh, are going to have to occur on on Capitol Hill to, of course, investigate how this happened, why this happened, and how we can prevent this from ever happening again. Here's my take on it. Ready? Yeah. <clears throat> the lead. And this is, this is me as a writer for Fox News and their shows and having one of their anchors come on, okay? You know how they do that Fox News alert? You get that bong. Jesus, yes.
1: It's Pavlovian. That's when the idiots start, like, ooh, their brains start salivating.
0: The leader of the violent insurgent group, the Proud Dogs, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog, has obviously been living a double life all these years. For decades, posing as a Borscht Belt comedian who crashes big events and asks embarrassing questions of famous people, Triumph is now exposed as a radical attack dog leading a violent mob that went gallivanting around the Capitol last week. Hell-bent on destroying our government and the American way of life, Triumph was prepared to pee on the carpet in Kevin McCarthy's office and make a number two in front of Jim Jordan's door. Fortunately, the Capitol Police were there to stop this unlawful riot that threatened our most cherished liberties. Uh, Tucker, Sean, and Laura plan to demand a special congressional panel to investigate this assault on America itself and hold hearings and hold those accountable for the coordinated planning and execution of the dreadful premeditated poop and pee-pee plot. It could be CBS executives. It could be former Colbert showrunner Cliss Licht, who is now the head of CNN. Hmm, how curious is that? It could even be Stephen Colbert himself conveniently not present during the attempted takeover. If we don't get to the bottom of this triumph, the attack comic insult dog will no doubt try to do it again. Merrick Garland, are you awake? This has been a Fox News alert. And when did Cronkite go to work for Fox? Did know. you write all of that out?
1: That was really uh, yeah, it, impressive. Yeah, it's did. That's impressive.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's so hard to write like a psychopath, okay? But <laughs> it I, I can do
1: it. Well, you have to – what they have to do in round two is – Michael was one of the writers for the film Pootie Tang, so they have to kind of – they have to dodge that into it somehow. Have you heard of the, um, the streaming series on Amazon called The Boys, which is about superheroes? Have you heard about this? No they have a tucker carlson character i say that just to say that he, they have and when one of the superheroes wants to espouse some trumpian shit they go on this tucker carlson ask show and he asks them questions about <laughs> political correctness and stuff it's pretty it's pretty interesting how they they map that thing out
0: is that uh is that fairly new i mean are, are there a lot of episodes or
1: this is uh season number 3, I think. So you're able to you're able to get a bunch of them in there. It's very adult and it's gross and there's a lot of violence and stuff, but there's a lot of themes from today's world that you would certainly relate to and understand. I don't like that
0: kind of thing. No, uh, uh, I, I I really don't. I like to stick to my CBS crime dramas. I'm, I'm like a CSI guy. I, I really am. We <laughs> Me and the wife just get some soft food and, and just sit there. And, and we just love that Ted Danson. He's just so he dreamy.
1: We just oh, we've been around God. for so long. So good. I, 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 I got that. I you know what we're he, starting to get into now is that that Queen Latifah. Now I thought she was a little edgy at first, but she's you know she's the well, kind of black I like woman I can deal with. She's not the kind of black That's woman fun. that turns her neck around a lot, so I can really deal with her. She's okay.
0: All right, uh, headline choices for you here. Uh the fall guy, you can be sure if it's Kodak, Eastman Kodak. The Fall Guy didn't know. Size matters, no matter what Stormy oh. Daniels said. Yeah. And or is it the smoking gun? Let's do
1: the uh let's do the Eastman story because um among others, Rolling Stone is now uh putting out the idea that uh the Trump's team is setting up For the to make John Eastman supposedly the fall guy for January the sixth, and they're using the tack now that they that Donald Trump has done so frequently. I hardly know the guy. I don't even know who John Eastman is. Never met him. (laughs) Don't
0: know. Wait wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a problem with that because you're usually supposed to use "I don't know him. I never met him." About three or four notches down because first of all, he's supposed to be a loser. Um. He's a supposed to be a disaster. Correct. Uh, uh, Number three, he's a he's a um, a small
1: timer, a little leaguer, not a bit. You know all that other stuff, right?
0: I mean, you're supposed to save. I don't know him. I never met him. When it's obvious that you do know him, and it's obvious that uh, the testimony of many many people in your administration, all Republican stalwarts who were on your side until you told them to break the fucking law, uh, know that you were talking to Eastman including Mike Pence's own lawyers Jesus God oh my what what more does it take so uh, Britt I think that's a real positive sign that he's going he's going with his with his uh, number one pinch hit idea of <laughs> I never knew him uh, so early in the game you usually wait till the bottom of the ninth to bring on your best pinch hitter excuse so I, I kind of like that that whole whole idea. Uh, here's the quote. He's privately insisted that he hardly or barely knows Eastman. Now remember, barely is is such a broad, undefinable term. What does barely mean? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Despite the fact that Eastman counseled Trump on taking the string of extra legal measures in a bid to stay in power. Can I, uh, can I uh, take us not to an off-ramp on this, because it's a very similar story, and it's local in nature. And it really, really pissed me off uh, when I first heard about it last week. And uh, I put up a, 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 a nice little Facebook piece about it. And then Sunday, in the news and record, uh, the uh, editorial writer and editor, Alan Johnson, wrote a full column about it. The fact that Mark Martin, not the race car driver, right, but the, uh, the legal eagle lawyer, former uh, chief justice of the North Carolina Supreme Court, has been appointed, apparently, to be the dean of a new law school at High Point University. And his uh, previous gig, after being a Supreme Court justice in North Carolina, was head of the law school at Regent University. Regent University is the university that uh, is the Pat Robertson Jesus University. Okay? Uh, And Mark Mart was one of the people that apparently undoubtedly undeniably gave donald trump some comfort and some advice that there was a way for him to win the election to steal it to get away with it and mark martin will not talk about that he will not talk about his relationship with trump and even if the relationship is barely even if it's only a phone call because someone recommended Mark. Hey, here's a guy you can call up, and he'll make up some shit for you. He he was the he was the dean at Regent Law School. They'll they'll say anything. It's fucking Pat Robertson's law school. Um, so there was a phone call. There's no question about it. And uh, Mark Martin did do this, and he won't talk about it. And neither will the guy who runs High Point University, uh, almost like a Scientology cult. This guy named Nito Cubain. Uh, for those of us who uh, have no relationship with High Point University, all we see is it's a place, oh, it's probably about 15 miles from where I'm sitting, maybe about mm-hmm. 20 from where you are, Britt. Mm-hmm. It's pretty close to us. And it's a, it's, it's a little small private university that's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger over the last 10, 15 years, uh, almost like a, a, a dot-com company or a or a spack. They, the money just keeps flowing in, and they just keep building shit and buying up land and adding professors and, and uh, adding students, none of whom get scholarships. It's a pay-as-you-go. It's one of those kind of places. And Cubane is heralded as a genius. Everything he touches turns to gold. But you never quite get the details, and it feels, it feels like a big pyramid scheme to me. It just does. And then when a story like this hits, you go, oh, what the hell is going on? What's the explanation here? Somebody has to talk. Who wants to go to that law school? Mm -hmm. Who wants to go to that law school where the, where the, I take that back. That was a stupid statement, wasn't it? I guess there are a lot of people who would like to go to a law school headed by a dean who was on the wrong side of history, who may have given Donald Trump some ideas on how to get around the constitution and keep himself in the presidency illegally. We've got to know about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really, really got to know about this. And that relates right back to John Eastman. The only difference between John Eastman and Mark Martin is that we know who Eastman is the whole country that follows this story. You know, all 3% of us, right? Cause nobody really cares about this. <laughs> sure. Um, but nobody knows about Mark Martin except for those of us in North Carolina uh, who have been reading about it in, uh, in newspapers and it's been spoken of. It's been in the, the News and Observer and the Charlotte. I mean, it's out there. It's, a, it's not a hidden story at all, but it hasn't penetrated out past uh, the borders. Uh, you know what? He should be hauled in front of that fucking committee. Mm-hmm. He absolutely should be should be brought in there. And and wouldn't you love to see this Brit try this one on for size? So Eastman um, has already talked, right? We got mm-hmm. we got him talking. Mark Martin, he can't say no. What's he going to say? I'm not going to appear. You are a Supreme Court justice in the state of North Carolina. You can't say no to a a congressional subpoena. Wait a minute. What am I thinking? Of course he can. <laughs> he no, you know, he's going to have to cop to it. He needs to be held to account and back to what you said originally when i brought up the subject as you eloquently explained this is all about people taking the fall for donald trump and trump trying to run away from this and it's not going to work i don't think it's going to work now the whole discussion over should donald trump be prosecuted for crimes that he obviously committed for I think even treasonous acts, acts of sedition, acts to overthrow the government for which he so desperately wants to be the president of, which is a weird thing to begin with. Um, if, If the decision is made not to prosecute him because there'll be guns in the streets, violence all over America, People will die. We can't prosecute this guy. What's that message? I don't know. What's that message? If 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 the Justice Department cowers and makes any attempt to equate this to Gerald Ford pardoning Nixon after he resigned, which the, again, that that would be a false equivalency, mm-hmm. completely. If not, just for the most basic, simple reason that you could use the phrase, which was used very often then, haven't they suffered, hasn't Nixon paid the ultimate price already? He had to resign. Well, you know what? There was an opportunity for something similar for that to happen a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, two impeachments, two impeachments. And we wouldn't be here right now talking about this this way. We wouldn't. It's true. We absolutely would, if uh, if Trump didn't have the the powers of the presidency those last several months. It's not likely that that things would have played out as they did. You, you just can't make the argument that the uh, things would have been worse if Nixon would have been impeached and convicted either time. Can't make that. Can't make that claim. Uh, but of course, remember the second impeachment occurred after January sixth. So it did. The, the horse was, uh you know, was out of the gate on that one. But uh, uh, there, there are so many people. There are a lot of ancillary characters here, as there were in Watergate. I, I have to check this. The number of people who went to jail was in the mid, maybe upper forties. around Nixon. Okay, a lot of people right. spent some some time in prison. Ask John Dean. Right, right. Yeah, they all did. They all spent some time. Um. What they made of their lives afterwards is a is a different story and and Brit you and I we were blessed to have worked uh, in the same industry as the great G Gordon Liddy who joined – one God the first guys to join the uh, wonderful world of talk radio after being a criminal you know, and, and the the way, the way was paved ever since then it doesn't matter how shitty you are. there's a home for you. there's um, there
1: on, on that gaslit series on stars, the one that Julia Roberts is in about Martha Mitchell. There's never been a better portrayal of G. Gordon Liddy on any medium than there is on that show. It's is, a, he, is he bald guy? No, G. He's, Liddy or- he, he's just crazy nuts, extra macho bullshit guy, and he's, he's insane, and he, he ends up waterboarding his own people to get him to shut up, and he almost attacks somebody in the courtroom. McCord in the courtroom starts selling him out, and he's going to go kill him. And it's, it's great. A- of
0: course do they do the scene of him holding his hand over a candle. They,
1: they did that. They, that's like re- one of it's fir- like one of the first things in the deal and but they, yeah, they they did that but then they go it's he's doing all this covert shit when he goes and makes his pitch in front of the uh, the creep and everything and he's using all the, the you know the the CIA lingo and it's just the greatest. He's so he's kind of like um like Colonel Flagg was in MASH only to like a greater degree. It's 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 I got to say it's the best portrayal of, of Liddy I've seen on anything.
0: Mm.
1: It, I don't even know the guy that did it but he really bought in to the craziness.
0: Mm. Oh. Uh You want to do Smoking Gun here? I do want to do Smoking Gun as a matter of fact. Who did that song Smoking Gun during the disco era? Was that the... I
1: don't know. I I know Robert Cray had a hit with it in the 80s. He had a a hit with that that was played to death on Rock 92. Yeah. Anyway, that that's a bad flashback. I'm sorry. Sure, anytime.
0: Yeah. Uh, all
1: right. Uh,
0: the smoking the smoking gun tape in in Watergate is, I believe, that's the the uh, tape where uh, Nixon tries to sick the uh, the FBI on the CIA to help cover this up. You know, it's, it's about the cover up. And, Do they And um, I think once, Dean
1: goes, Dean, and that's one where Dean goes, well, we would need X number of dollars. And Nixon goes, well,
0: well, we could get that if we needed that. Right. <laughs> he does <Right>. that.
1: <laughs> well, I know where to get that.
0: <laughs> right. So w- once, once that got out, the, the idea that, that Nixon was in any way uh, not connected to trying to cover up the crime, which, of course, is a crime unto itself, that was shattered. And, you know, within a few days... He was gone. And when the Supreme Court a couple days before that said, uh, yeah, you got to turn all that. Over. You got to you got to make it all public. Um, you can't put out transcripts that have blots of uh, black ink over half the pages is what what they first tried to do. It didn't work. Um, the Brad Raffsenberger phone call. Uh, by some folks is believed to be equivalent to the Nixon smoking gun tape in other words uh maybe the heavy lifting on this ultimately might be done in the state of georgia not necessarily uh in in washington um we have a couple of uh, famous attorneys here norm eisen right he was uh the ethics guy for obama right okay and uh, fred wertheimer who's been A public advocate and common cause, and uh, you name it, um, a civil liberties guy forever. And uh, they say that that's the one, the one where Trump says, you know, you got to find me 11,780 votes, not 11,779 votes, but 11,780 votes Mm. uh, to get me over the top. And uh, you got to give Trump credit for preciseness in his request at least he didn't say about twelve thousand votes he he gave you a number and that's what you want right
1: Mm -hmm. uh
0: so they write that when trump asked rassenberger to find a specified number of new votes he was asking him to rig the result with no concern about the truth and in the face of an initial vote count and two recounts that had already taken place with all three showing biden winner so we get back to and uh, You know, you don't have enough toes, fingers, arms, legs, hairs on your head to count the number of times we've said, all right, so what's it going to take? And this certainly is in that category. So what's it going to take beyond this? Um, With Nixon, if you want to now draw the, you know, they had to dig really hard to find evidence and to get people to come forward. But it wasn't until... It was disclosed by Alexander Butterfield that there was a taping system in there that things really started to unravel for Nixon. Well, we didn't have that problem this time around. It wasn't a question of, well, uh, can you prove something happened on January 6th at the Capitol? There's no video of it. There are no (laughs) pictures of it. All right. So, of course, the opposite of that is true. So that's not in question, Um, except that there is this alternate bizarro world interpretation of what happened, as as you know, it was just a tourist visit gone bad, not a big deal. Trump is still saying there was a lot of love there. He even said it. Uh, we're speaking on Tuesday. This was what Saturday. He's still saying this was a fairly placid crowd, and you know, this is just Stalin repeating lies over and over again until the people just give in. That's the whole idea. You're just supposed to give up and say, I can't take it anymore. He keeps saying, I I, I can't fight it anymore. Um, But that's not working. That's not working because the uh, number of people who say that Trump should be prosecuted has been going up since the hearing started. And the uh, percentage of even Republicans, while it's only a 20% now, in the latest polling I've seen, it was at 10% before the hearing started. So if you have been able to convince one-tenth of Republicans, uh, one-tenth plus one-tenth equals 20% back in, uh, back in my world of math, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of movement, actually. It doesn't seem that way. It doesn't feel that way because the people who open their mouths all the time, the people on Fox and the Breitbarts and the rest of them, They're just going to stick with the program and keep lying no matter what. But I think it does underscore why Fox initially didn't run the first primetime hearing. They thought that they could kill this baby in the crib and that no one Mm -hmm. would care about it. Mm -hmm. And subsequently, no one would, would pay any attention to what else was going on. But sometimes it's just too much to ignore. It's just too much to ignore and and people aren't ignoring it and this is not about well why are we talking about this when we should be talking about inflation what would you like to say about inflation every day that hasn't been said uh, what you don't get enough every day of your local news, your national news, your Facebook feed showing you that uh, gas prices are the highest they've ever been today they're now five dollars and what they're five dollars and 3 they they're five we're not getting enough of that. We, we we can't acknowledge that and still try to save the democracy, the governmental function of the United States as it's been in place for 230. We can't do that, and and talk about the economic problems and try to address them. And no, no, it's only one or the other, Brit. Right? Can't do both at the same. Stop it. That's just got to stop. That's got to stop because this is this is backs against the wall. No tomorrow, right? Eleventh inning stuff here, Um, and it's happening in in real time as the Republican Party. It now can't just be well, yeah. There are normal Republicans, and there are Trumper. No, you're all in the same boat. You got to flush that sucker down the toilet. You can't take half (laughs) a shit. It's all shit. It's got to be flushed. You can't you, you
1: can't give half a shit and you can't flush half a shit.
0: Right, and and the um the statements and the performance of Mike Pence in the last three or four days is so sickening. Is so horrible. If he thinks he's going to be the uh and you baseball fans you'll know what I'm saying. If you think that Mike Pence is going to be the Bobby Thompson of oh. Of, of this uh, scandal, dear God, the greatest moment in the history of the scandal and immortal forever. That's not going to happen because, to this moment, Mike Pence is still a Donald Trump toady, and it has to be remembered that yes, at the moment, he decided not to try to overturn the election single-handedly because he was uh, convinced by enough smart people that he couldn't do it. He can't do it. He shouldn't do it. So he didn't do it. But he was looking around for a reason and an excuse to do it all sure. the way up to the end until there was there was just nothing left to hang his hat on. So, okay, yeah, he made the correct decision at that moment. But you know what? He really didn't want to do that. He was the – how many times – did we play the game of all right, who's the biggest Trump suck up in the administration? You would sometimes name Mike Pompeo. I think Pompeo was, was the, guy. I, was the
1: was, guy. I think he was the guy. I think he was the
0: guy. But re- really yeah. Pence Pence kind of owned it. He kind of owned it. Uh, in, toward in the end and certainly and now
1: he, that was the that was the claim over the weekend that Mike Pence has never seen a president lie as much as Joe Biden in his lifetime.
0: That was one of the statements yeah. from Mike Pence. Right. So the 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 fact that he's made this calculation that the country really is not as important as his would-be candidacy for president. The only way which you make that candidacy viable is to suck up to the Donald Trump base by calling in the greatest example, and again, I guess we already have done this within one podcast, The most ridiculous example of false equivalency saying that Joe Biden is the greatest uh, liar in the history of presidents that Mike Pence has has ever seen. The fact that he would do that with a straight face after what's going on and the fact that he refuses to show up and testify in front of the country because Pence could he could single handedly put this game out of reach. It'd be they, You know, the, the committee and the Justice Department would be up 35 points in the fourth quarter with five minutes to go if Mike Pence would just get up there and say not just what other people have said, which, again, in a normal world would be enough, but we have to have the person. We have to have him say it, and then even if he said it at this point, I assume there are still people who wouldn't believe it, but we can't help them. They're, they're beyond... There be on any possibility of of, of being held, um, but the fact that he's not testifying and doesn't show the uh, inclination to, unless they're they're saving this for a Perry Mason moment. Oh Jesus! The, uh, in the last hour of the last hearing, you know the doors of the uh, fly the, open. of the chamber open up in the back, and in walks Pence to sit down, and if they're that'd be great if it happened. I don't think it's going to. Don't count on it. But Mike Pence is, is not that guy. You know what I found the other day? And I, I didn't mark it, but obviously it can be found. There's a, a YouTube of Pence when he was doing talk radio. It's like the first 20 minutes of his show. And it's about, it must be 20 years old because uh, he, he certainly wasn't governor. He wasn't even in Congress at that point. So that's got to go back 20 years. And if you listen to, to the and I'll find it, or you can try to find it. We'll we'll find it over the next day. You hear the first five minutes of him; he is such a garden variety right wing hacker. Of course, he in is the, uh, in the in talk radio. And was Does he believe a- in freedom? Does he believe in free
1: markets? Does he believe in the oh. sanctity of life? Does he believe I in, in I guns? Does he, he believe guns or
0: some? Does he now. believe in God? Because that would make him stand out a lot.